Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Marissa Mondays podcast, where we are committed to brightening up your Mondays with conversations that encourage you, challenge you, or simply make you laugh. My name is Marissa, your host and friend, and let me be the first to tell you, happy Monday. Guys, it's freaking finals week. Okay, it's finals week, and I am... I'm busted. I'm drained. I'm tired. So... On that note, let's get into it. As you guys know, I'm new to this whole podcasting thing, but I think I'm doing a pretty good job, and I have a future episode that should be coming out soon when I will have my first ever guest. So I just need to edit it, which, like, give me some time because I'm really lazy when it comes to editing, because editing is annoying. But I'm really excited about this upcoming episode so stay tuned um follow the instagram at marissa mondays m-o-n-d-a-z-e so you can keep yourself updated with all the episodes i don't want you to miss a single one okay today we are going to be talking about social anxiety i am an extrovert i love people but at the same time people are complicated we are all completely flawed and broken, which leads to difficult situations and life scenarios. I try to constantly remind myself that we do not fight against flesh and blood, but evil principalities, as the Bible would say. Truly, I try to be a caring and honest person, but people can just, you know, they piss you off. But even then, I, op- I try to operate in patience. And sometimes... It feels like it's never enough. I try to be a good friend. I try to understand people's heart. But people can misunderstand you and your behaviors and your words. And it can feel like, wow, no one gets me and I have to prove myself. But no one likes that person that's always constantly trying to prove themselves. You have to remind yourself that it's not your job to please people it's not your job to make sure people understand you the people who understand you will understand you the people who like you will like you the people who don't don't whatever right just be yourself be caring be empathetic be quick to apologize quick to forgive quick to grow and learn and i think by doing these things we can better conquer this social anxiety that many of us have faced as i said before i'm an extrovert so experiencing social anxiety It's like the worst thing ever for me because I want to talk. I want to say hi to everyone. I want to make new friends. I want to walk in a room where I don't know anyone and I'm like, boom, we're best friends. Let's talk. Let's chat. We're connecting. We're connecting. We're right here on the same level. And guess what? That doesn't happen. Nope. Nope. It doesn't happen. Um, Instead, (laughs) instead, I walk into a room of people I don't know and depending on how I'm feeling, I'm like, yo, this is scary. This is scary. And so I don't like feeling like that. It makes me feel small. And also I'm a person who's a leader. I like having control. And that makes me feel like I don't have any control. Social anxiety often comes out by triggers. Like something triggers you and as a response you get anxiety. So, okay, allow me to tell you a story of an experience I just had. Again, I haven't experienced social anxiety in a a while. So my response to this, 
I didn't really, I knew what was happening, but I didn't know what was happening because it had been so long that I had, that I had felt these feelings. I was at a new church, a place I had never been before with a friend. She invited me and I thought, what the heck? Let, let me be bold today. Let me meet some people and connect. I was thinking, you know what? It's going to be like an hour max, whatever. I'll go say hi to some people at this event. And after, me and my friend will do homework. That was the goal that I really wanted to accomplish. I wanted to do homework. So I thought, I thought we were on the same wavelength. And that's the funny thing about just people in general, nothing specific to this friend, just people in general. Communication is hard. And there's expectations in your mind that other people don't get. Even if you like say what you're trying to communicate, sometimes people still don't get what you're saying in the way that you're meaning to say it or in the way that you want them to understand because people think so differently and we also hear things so differently because we hear it in the perspective of how we grew up or how we perceive life to be which is completely biased right one of the number one problems that you'll face is communication and expectations with people Because one person may be expecting something while the other person was not aware of your expectation. And communication is incredibly hard, whether it be with a job, a friend, or a relationship. Which is why I think that's a part of what triggered me at this event because I was expecting something. And I guess I didn't effectively communicate my expectation. The church event was just nothing... I really expected it to be and then after it ended I everyone got into social groups and empathize with me for a moment empathize you've been in a room where you didn't know people you didn't know anybody and then everyone gets into social groups you don't just walk up to that social group and be like hey what's up how are you you just disrupted whatever they were talking about right it's like there's an expectation of like when peop- when you invite someone to something, you're with them during the social aspect, when you're introducing them to people so that they don't have to introduce themselves. Like, right, you're in a relationship, you bring your significant other, they're meeting your friends, you say, hi, this is my significant other, their name is blank, right? And that helps spark the like, oh, you know, a connection, a relation. You're not just a random person walking up to me, right? There's context behind it. Because otherwise, in a room full of people where everyone's in social groups, the likelihood of someone walking up to you and talking to you isn't very high. Unless you're at a church. Because churches are supposed to, well, from my understanding, from how the church world has been built, and especially um, in the big church spaces that I've been Their goal is to connect with people. Why? Because they want people to go to their church and feel like they're a part of the family, right? So I was expecting. Here's what I was expecting. I was expecting, right, um, someone to be there when I was doing the social aspect. And I'm not blaming this person. I'm just explaining the situation. And, bro... Bro, I like stood there and I was like, oh, shoot, 
like I don't know nobody I have nobody to talk to so I started getting anxiety and that's when the trigger happened because it reminded me of high school and middle school when these things would happen to me and I would just feel small and I would shrivel up and I hated it because again I'm an extrovert so I don't want to feel that way I want to talk to people but then subconsciously it's like is something wrong with me no nothing is wrong with you nothing is wrong with you but that's how your body kind of like feels and responds and reacts and you kind of shut down where you don't want to be around anyone anymore you don't want to talk to anyone anymore you just want to go home you just want to go home because there you feel safe right no one you don't have to care about how someone's perceiving you because you're at home right so my friend i couldn't find her little did i know she was like over there like praying for someone right which good 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 thing right (laughs) during that this girl walks up to me that i don't know and i think this was the lord trying to like help me calm down but i don't know i was too focused on my anxiety at that point that i couldn't see the lord trying to help me out but this girl who was kind of awkward but in a kind of cute endearing way she came up spoke to me and we just had kind of like an awkward conversation but it was fine because you know there was some laughs shared and I feel like it was a good genuine conversation and it was pretty sweet and then after that conversation she left and I started to head out too because I was like bruh I'm an adult I can leave I'm an adult I can leave so what did I do I left I walked out the door I went to my car And I called my friend and I started ranting about how I felt and about the anxiety I was experiencing. And I, I hated how I was feeling. I hated that I felt alone. I hated that I felt abandoned. That's what it was. I felt abandoned. That's what it was. Yep. It just clicked in my head. I felt left. I felt like, oh my gosh, like my friend who invited me left me and I'm not blaming my friend. This is my thinking process. So allow me to have this thinking process. And after that, I, my friend realized I was gone. I texted her, but she, you know, she was talking, so she didn't see it. So I texted her and then she called me and she was like, no, still come in. I want to introduce you to people. So I was like, you know what? Let's fight this anxiety. Let's try to fight it. Shouldn't have done that. Should have stayed in the freaking car. But I came out of the car and I walked in met all these people who were like in these groups and kind of stared at me like i was this (laughs) like i was this just this random insect off the street or like this random bug or attraction just just this random artifact (laughs) i just i just felt that way i felt like i don't know like i was out of place you know um and that the social aspect was kind of weird so like there's people who especially in big bigger churches there's this natural like skill set that people develop in social conversations and so what they do is they can bounce off of you and they know how to socially interact with one another because they naturally they're taking a, a networking persona and that's what bigger churches do they have a lot of members who are good at socializing, good at networking, good at putting on that persona and connecting with people 
for the purpose of one, adding people to their church and making them feel welcomed, and two, for the purpose of networking, or you know, that's good social skills. That's good. That creates a good persona that makes other people feel comfortable, right? And because in that moment, I couldn't operate in that social persona or in that I wasn't feeling comfortable comfortable enough to operate in the way that I naturally do, which is like very much extroverted, quick on my feet, like witty, funny, connecting with people. Instead, I felt more so just out of place and rejected. So I didn't want to talk. So I started to get awkward. And because I started to get awkward, I couldn't do what I normally do to interact with people. Instead, I just felt super self-conscious. And it wasn't that I thought anything was wrong with me because (laughs) nothing wrong with me. You feel me? (laughs) Um, I just felt out of place and I felt uncomfortable. I just... It was a feeling I can't really describe. But if you know, you know. And it is a horrible feeling. So I typically have things that I referenced in social situations when meeting new people that really helps me get off my feet. And it helps create natural conversation. And one thing that I do is that I guess people's ages. It's a good, like, it's a good icebreaker. And so I did that because I didn't know what else to do. And I have these things in my belt that I kind of just reference in social situations to help like the conversation keep going and also to help um, create a more comfortable space. Right. It's just it's like you learn it in business and networking and social aspects and in sales, very much in sales. And I operate in sales a lot at the job that I work at. So. I start doing some of the stuff that I have in my pocket, right? And it worked for a little bit. It worked for a little bit. It was still kind of awkward, (laughs) which I was like, what the freak? But it was still kind of awkward. Sorry if I sound like a valley girl, by the way. I know this is off topic, but sorry if I sound like a valley girl. I have been listening to these podcasts of these girls. I've been listening to these business podcasts and all these girls talk like, oh my God, it was like just so awkward. And it honestly makes me cringe but i think subconsciously i'm adapting their dialect and let's not do that because i'm not trying to sound like that bruh okay okay anyways back to the story so i started talking to people i started guessing their ages and um i started running out of things to say because again i was very uncomfortable so i couldn't think i couldn't process i was just like felt dead inside and very uncomfortable and there was this one dude that I was like, okay, I actually vibe with you. Like, I feel like I would be friends with you. And I didn't even get to talk to him that much because there were other people talking to him. And my friend was talking to him. And I was like, let me just shut up and stand here. And why did I just give up? Because, again, I was experiencing anxiety. And I think there has to be this grace that we have for people when they experience anxiety because I don't experience anxiety often. So sometimes when other people tell me they're anxious, I'm just like, okay, we'll stop. Just like stop. (laughs) But I think there's this grace that we have to have to be able to meet people where they're at when they're experiencing that anxiety. And whether that be pray for them or ask them questions, kind of give them like a mini therapy session because those help 
identifying your triggers and I identified mine when I got home and I was able to process and I realized okay what caused this and a lot of times it's not the people themselves it's what the people do that trigger you and it's not that the people are necessarily an issue it's that what they did experienced it triggered a trauma that was in your mind previously and you have a trauma response and so you shut down or you experience anxiety or you experience other symptoms right after this social interaction i shut down i just wanted to go home and once i went home again i was able to process but then i wanted to make this episode because i think it's beneficial to talk about because there's other people who experience this constantly and this is a horrible feeling how do we conquer it also how do we help others who are experiencing anxiety in the moment like previously said praying for them that's how we can help in that moment praying for them also asking questions like i said before having a mini therapy session now all of that requires humility because it requires you having to isolate yourself in this situation from whatever's happening to help this individual person but that's love that's friendship in all of my life experiences and with this podcast i would love to be able to use my life experiences to see how i can grow from them and how others can grow from it we can learn together that's the purpose of life in itself we go through these trials and tribulations but at least we learn and grow from them And through this social anxiety episode, it is great to have people around you that ask, how can I help? Not just kind of like say, oh, well, don't have anxiety like I used to do or whatever that person needs, whether that just simply be a hug. And to the person experiencing social anxiety, having the tools accessible to constantly remind yourself of the truth that you need to hear in that moment whether that be a bible or that be things that you write down in your notes app to remind you or it's a friend that's speaking truth to you or it's prayer oftentimes i just speak in tongues and that helps a ton it helps more than I can think or imagine and I wish in that moment that I did that but I didn't I didn't go to God in that moment I had prioritized anxiety so much that I made it my idol that I couldn't even think about God for a moment I was thinking about my feelings I was thinking about where I was at and moving forward one thing that we could do is like resulting to prayer when feeling those emotions or Taking a moment alone and listening to music that you know will make you feel better or fill you back up. And here's another thing. I constantly make this mistake. You have to be wise about where you decide to go, what you decide to participate in. And I've been more intentional about this lately because I don't have as much time as I used to. So I have to be very picky with how I spend time. So so sometimes I get angry when I go and do something and it's a sucky situation because then it's like crap I just wasted my time and I don't have a lot of that 
And that's why a lot of people isolate themselves because they think, I don't have a lot of time. And, you know, there's a really good chance that this thing is going to suck. So I'm not even going to bother to try, which is not the correct response either. What the correct response is, at least what I'm starting to gather, is one, praying about it. And I know I keep saying that, but bro, it works. Praying about it. What should I go? Should I go? God, is it wise for me to go? It's, it's having that wisdom of knowing when to attend something and when to not. Just because a social event isn't necessarily sinful doesn't mean that you should go. Or just because a social event is quote-unquote Christian doesn't mean you should attend. And for people like me who like to be the leader and like to be in control, sometimes it may be best to be the one planning the event. Or at least if someone else is going to plan the event, you need to have trust in them that they're looking for the best interest of everyone involved. And this is just general tips to the people listening. This is not in regards to my specific situation, but just general tips that we all need to use. It's okay to be picky with your social situations, but at the same time, don't isolate yourself out of fear that you're going to be triggered or someone's going to do you wrong because then you're not living life to the fullest. I am a very spontaneous person. I am a seven on the Enneagram. I love having fun. I love being with people. And sometimes that can cloud my judgment because I just hear a social event and I'm like, heck yeah, I want to go. But you have to think about it and you have to be wise. Is this something that will be good for me? And at the same time, you have to challenge yourself. Should I challenge myself to go to this? To show up and to grow in this area? For me, this was an isolated situation because, again, I don't experience social anxiety very often. But for sure, this makes me want to put my foot out there more so that those triggers begin to fade away. And I would love to learn more about how to combat these triggers that we often face on a daily basis. How can we get healthy? And I think the tips I just previously mentioned help a lot for sure. But I would love to like read more about it. I am someone who is very much interested in psychology. My minor has been psychology. And I have been learning a lot about mental health and relating it to the Bible because I don't think we do that enough. I think we isolate it too much. And then we create mental health narratives that aren't compatible with the gospel whatsoever, but they're just human and worldly thought processes. Of course, mental health is important, and knowing about mental health allows us to empathize with those who are suffering. But at the same time, we can't use mental health as a crutch to not do so many things or to live in a way that is handicapped and if you disagree with this or if you want to just chat about this more i challenge you to you know leave that in the instagram comments or leave that in the podcast comments the purpose of this podcast again is to challenge and so you're going to feel challenged with some of the things said 
but also you're going to feel challenged because a lot of it goes against flesh and and a lot of what I'm going to say I'm going to try at least for it to be biblically sound am I perfect no I'm actually a hot mess right now (laughs) probably not one of the best seasons of life that I've been in but thank god for grace right on that note thank you so much for listening be sure to continue to listen to the podcast episodes follow the instagram you can also follow my main instagram at the marissa janae or my podcast or my photography instagram that's what i meant to say at marissa janae co as always be blessed and i shall talk to you next monday bye